There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. Right now, though, time to look at news. Jay Sky is here from the ARN News Center. I'm going to talk about some stories you've been covering today. One we're going to start with, Jay, is about food security in the UAE. The Emirates has taken steps towards a more secure future in terms of our food. Jay, first of all, welcome. Hi. (laughs) And tell us a bit more about the story. Well, the goal is to be the most food secure country in the world by 2071. The UAE's Minister of State for Food Security says that while food, um, food security is not an issue at the moment, it could be in the future. Her Excellency Maryam Saeed Hareb Al-Muhairi is the UAE's Minister of State for Food Security. She spoke to the Business Breakfast this morning. She explains what the country needs to do in order to get to number one. We have to bring together all the stakeholders and look at what aspects can we drive into the way our food systems or the food supply chain is now in the UAE to ensure that we're not only also remain food secure in the future, but actually are better on the rankings. What's important is we need to optimize local food production and we also need to improve our resilience in the whole food supply chain. That was Her Excellency Maryam Saeed Harib Al-Muhairi, the UAE's Minister of State for Food Security. She also mentioned that um, a closed system farming is the most viable method of growing local produce in the UAE. She says the technologies for it will hopefully become the norm for farming in the country. Um, She spoke about a new food labeling system that will be introduced to us as well. It's a new color-coded system. It's aimed at helping consumers understand what's in their food better. Um, Obviously, the government wants to encourage healthier eating. They want everyone to be aware of how much sugar, how many calories, additives in their food. Her Excellency explains how the system will work. We'll be looking at sugars, fats, calories. When it's red colored, it means don't have too much of these. When it's orange colored, it's okay, you can have some, but again, be careful. And the green ones means you're happy to go. Then maybe the next step is all the red labeled uh, foods will not be allowed at schools, for example. Then the next steps will be certain additives which are not allowed to be in any of the foods, which includes also in the restaurants. So it's quite a simple system. It's kind of a traffic light. So you know quite Mm -hmm. easily what you should and shouldn't be eating. And it's almost like it's not that you can't eat anything, but maybe let's just cut down on some things that aren't so great for us. Yeah. And I I personally think it's great because I've been trying so hard to eat healthier, Mm. um, avoid, you know, food with lots of additives and I'll, I'll fall for any marketing scheme that says low carb, low sugar, completely healthy, even though it isn't actually true. So it's good to have this system just to keep people like me properly informed. On the food security thing, it's interesting. There is so much work being done here. In my sort of journalism work that, I, that I've done here in the past couple of months, I've done so many reports into this because there's so much going on. There mm. are, they're, they're trying to grow rice out in the desert. Um, there's a project that's going on where they're trying to grow, basically create rice paddies. Um, so that's something they're doing to ensure food security. And also they've got these uh, private companies setting up hydroponic farms here so that you can grow lettuce leaves and salad leaves that normally we rely on air import to get them here. They're actually going to be growing them in warehouses houses and places like Al Kuz and places so that there is a tremendous amount of effort being put into making sure that there is going to be a supply of food on tap here. True. And I think growing it locally also makes it so much more affordable, which is always a bonus. <laughs> always a bonus.
I know, and I think not everybody learns about food in the same way. So people that live in Dubai, lots of people come from different parts of the world and your education about food and awareness of what you should and shouldn't be eating isn't on the same level. So if there's some way to simplify things and make it easier, it's not necessarily someone saying you can't have this, but it's someone saying if you are going to eat, these are how you make choices. And you don't necessarily have to make the healthiest ones, but just be aware of what you're putting into your mouth. Um, moving on, we've got some good news if you've got pending fines in Abu Dhabi. Um, if you've recently been fined up in the capital, you can take advantage of a discount they've got on offer. Traffic fines can be paid off at 25% off. All you need to do is visit um, the Happiness Center at the Abu Dhabi Police Headquarters. You'll have to do it in person, though. You can't do it online. You can't send someone else on your behalf. They've got a list of documents that you'll have to take with you. And that's it. It's done. A slightly cheaper traffic fine. I know it's almost it's almost, um, you know, obviously no one wants to get traffic fine in the first place. But if you do have one, it's almost like, OK, I can just have a this is a great time to pay it off, basically. I think one one of my friends will be rejoicing. She said she was sitting in a meeting the other week. She'd driven from Dubai down to Abu Dhabi and she's a responsible driver normally. She sat there and watched as the texts came pinging in on her phone every five minutes, a new text. She'd obviously run through about three new cameras or something. Uh, So she'll be rejoicing about this and I'll I'll advise her that she should take all her paperwork to the centre within the next uh, couple of weeks and get this discount because it's something to avail yourself of if you can. Yes, it's only available in Abu Dhabi if you've been finding any other emirate. The discount Discount won't apply there, but it will include um, Al Ain and the Al Dafra region. So thank you, Abu Dhabi, for that. Finally, we've got some more news on the upcoming amnesty period. Can you tell us a bit more about that, Jay? Yes, the UAE want to make it as smooth of a process as they possibly can. Um, Service centers for undocumented migrants have been set up across the country to prepare for the upcoming amnesty period. Those looking to take advantage of the opportunity can apply for exit clearance from one of the centers. They'll receive it a day after the application is submitted, so it will be very easy, very fast. Overstayers will be able to regularize their residency statuses without having to pay hefty fines. They'll be able to leave the country without facing re-entry bans. Um, the centers are located in all main immigration officers in every emirate. They've also set up a hotline for any questions you may have. The amnesty period starts on the 1st of August and will go on for three months. And Jay, is it any clearer at the moment if, for example, you're listening to this now and you think whether me or someone I know might be in this position, is now a great time to sort of look into what your options are because there's still um, people who are thinking okay the first of August is around the corner of course but you want to be as prepared as possible if you go looking for information now um, is this a good time to be checking out what your position is definitely definitely because um, every situation is different everyone's status and life story is different so you have the option of um, you have the option of a self-supporting um, residency status for about six months where you can stay here, look for a job, find yourself a new visa sponsor, or you have the option to leave without having to pay fines. It really does depend on everybody's own um, overstayers own individual situations. Yeah. They just need to figure out what works best for them. Now would be a great time to call up, to send an email, ask 
questions, as many as you need to, yeah. so that when August 1 comes, you know exactly what your game plan is. And there's going to be quite a few people. So yes. if, you, if you are going to be doing this, it's probably best to get everything sorted now so that you are at the front of the yes. queue. We spoke to Barney, who's a lawyer here, and um, Barney had told us his advice to lots of um, the Filipino uh, people that come to see him in particular is get your ducks in a row now so that when the 1st of August comes, you can be at the front of the queue yes. in, in order to make this happen <laughs> and let the process go as soon as possible. So Barley, Barney's a real prominent lawyer here and obviously helps lots and lots of people. And he's saying, this is the time, but you need to make sure you've got your papers ready and everything is in line to check it out. So great news for people. Jay Sky is from the ARN News Centre. Jay, thanks for joining us. Thank you. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.